Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. The Discoculia War, learning disabilities are a connection problem. First report came home. Get the tools, and when it rains, it pours. This is our podcast for week 39 of 2020, and we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, as always, I'm very happy to be back. Let's start, because yes. we have really nice links this we week. We have wonderful links this week. The uh, the first one is interesting, a Disco Coolia war. I yeah. mean, we do, we do <laughs> not even have enough awareness. How did we end up in a war? <laughs> what happened? Well... War is a little bit a large word for this, uh, but about a letter that uh, Professor Brian Butterworth, which we know, the famous uh, UK scientist, uh, who is really uh, into the field of dyscalculia from the start, and he's from the Institute of Cognitive Neuroscience, uh, UCL, so not UCLA, but University College London. Okay, okay. And he has written to the Guardian newspaper called... Um, and uh, the article is called the, the Right Diagnosis and Treatment, actually, for dyslexia, but there's a part on dyscalculia in here also. And earlier, there had been an article about dyslexia, um, and they called it the Dyslexia War. Oh, okay. <laughs> and this has kind of uh, triggered oh. uh, the connection for uh, Professor Butterworth okay. as the War for Recognition. This is more the war for recognition, uh, for dyscalculia is far more severe. And actually, there is um, as many uh, students, there are as many students with dyscalculia as with dyslexia that are not recognized. And then, if they would be recognized, there are not enough dyscalculia tutors. So he references the report from 2008 in the journal Nature, so, mind you, that, um, that noted that um, dyscalculia is currently the poor relation of dyslexia. Uh, it's much lower public profile, what we just said, but the consequences of dyscalculia, and that is the more important thing, are at least as severe as those for dyslexia, if for dyscalculia, worse. if not worse. So it actually found that uh, dyscalculia can reduce your lifetime earnings by 114,000 pounds. Well, obviously, this is an English, a UK article. And it also reduces the probability of achieving or getting your GCSEs. And five or more, that is important, by 7 to 20 percent points. And these figures for dyslexia were so... Instead of, let me say the numbers again, you lose out 114,000 having dyscalculia and 81,000 having dyslexia because there is much more awareness, right. more intervention, more, and detection, yeah. more detection, and there are more uh, websites to help you. There's all spell checkers all over. Now, and then the... Uh, disadvantage on the GCSE levels, the five or more GCSE levels, which was um, 7 to 20% uh, now for dyslexia, that's only 
3 to 12%. Okay. Okay. So he then continues, and those are just hard figures, right? right? That's right. not just no. um, telling a story. He then continues that uh, despite the science and despite that serious long-term effect, there is not enough or hardly any educational guidance about dyscalculia in the Department of Education it's website, ridiculous. which is the UK website. Huh? Right, sure, but it's not any better here. Right, unfortunately. Despite the written parliamentary question in March already 2019, um, and I think that was Mr. Siddiq. Uh -huh. uh, so you can yeah. call it a little bit of a, a war. A war, at right. Least to fight for awareness. Absolutely. Right. Our next uh, link says the, uh, the learning disabilities are a connection problem. Yes. And uh, this is a very important article from uh, Neuroscience News. And the researchers at the University of Cambridge had figured out that instead of learning disabilities being specifically related to an area in the brain, so a, a center, it's actually more related to hubs of connections failing to transmit the right information. Okay. And they found this by combining data from neuroimages with machine learning technology. So that's, that's the high-tech people in uh, Cambridge. Right. It may not um, interest all our listeners, but it is really important research, and the brain is just not yet uh, completely understood. So there are many parts of what we still have to figure out, and... Well, similar to all the research that gets done about Alzheimer's, we also know fully know fully understand what's going on with that, right? right so right. the brain is still a, a very difficult machine. Yes. <laughs> yes. So um, they also found um, that children with well-connected hubs may have a very specific cognitive deficit. Like for uh, for instance, um, uh, um, listening disability, right. poor listening skills, or and more even so, kids who have a good connectivity, well connected hubs. If they have an issue, then it's usually isolated. And more surprisingly. Um, Sometimes they don't have any deficits at all because they can compensate. Okay. But now, um, the main interest of this study is those kids who have not well-connected hubs or poorly connected hubs. Right. In contrast to that, children with those uh, problems between their hubs have widespread and severe cognitive problems and, and learning disabilities. So it... Uh, the connection between really the connection is the key. Yeah. That is the key, interesting, right? Interesting. Interesting. Our next link says, "Well, the first report cards of the year have come home." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Panic, panic all over the place. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Look at our emails. Yes. So this is a post from uh, Amanda, Amanda Morin. Sorry, she is. Uh, at the understood website, we have uh, more often uh, cited her, and um, 
she says here that uh, students must have had a really bad time uh, inside much of the summer when everything right. was closed down. Right. Uh, they couldn't well, go out. They were yes. They yes. were really yes. It's horrible this summer. Yeah, locked up, so to say, inside. <laughs> and now, due to the pandemic, also um, still being taught remotely or or in a hybrid fashion. Part a few days of school and then a few days at home with a computer. Well, none of it helps their understanding of the new material and uh, that they need to learn. It's really harder for kids who have a learning disability. So I'm, I'm sure the report cards uh, that have um, come home uh, show that. Last stellar, yeah, uh, we, we did expect it, but yeah. now we, we actually see the numbers. Yeah. Um, this is then also the time that schools will organize parent-teachers conferences. Right. And uh, for some uh, students, IEP meetings. Yeah. Now, and what the understood organization um, has a very good, done a very good job at is explaining what to expect at and what are the differences between those parent just a regular parent teacher conference and IEP meeting. The parent teacher conference is usually shorter, IEP meetings take a little bit longer, uh, or there are so usually also yeah. way more people involved. Right. So, uh, obviously, um, it is important for parents to be informed before they go into such yeah. a big meeting what they uh, what their rights are exactly the what are they can expect. And another understood to prepare them. Another important message here, amongst the others, is that you as a parent can ask for a parent teacher conference or IEP meeting at any time during the year because the parent-teacher meetings uh, traditionally are organized twice yearly yeah. but if something uh, goes astray in don't between that shy, time don't, don't be, be shy to, and be ask shy. for right. an additional uh, Good conference Good advice. our next link says get the tools who is giving us tools here well that's the good people from the attitude magazine oh, and okay. they've listed a number of great tools for kids to help them overcome learning disabilities or at least help them with it. So uh, most of the assistive technology that's listed here um, is again, as usual for children with dyslexia so and also dyspraxia, but that's a great thing uh -huh. because there's not always a lot for uh, students with dyspraxia. Um, but they also list a few that will help uh, students type in math equations a bit, bit easier and because that is good. Yeah. oh my gosh formulas and equations typing in that is always a really cumbersome uh, activity and think about how you write a root or a square sign etc so yes. great in initiative thank you uh, attitude magazine people yeah, definitely now that brings us to our our, our final uh, link for the week it says when it rains it pours <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably that must be written during a tropical storm, Storm Beta we just had. <laughs> and this post um, here, uh, we are talking about how children who really already are known to have a learning disability are really, really at risk to also have another one. So don't stop looking if you found one. Okay. This is so-called 
comorbidity. It's a comorbidity. Okay, right. that, is, that means that, that when you have the one, you may also have the other. Or that another, yeah. Yeah. Now, it was actually the topic of a study in Pakistan. Okay. And it brought, it, it uh, flagged up the notion that um, when you have to deal with one, also something else might be looming somewhere. And right. that really connects with the previous article that we talked about the children with the poorly connected hubs yes that that would go for all those parts that exactly so all the more reason for us to be vigilant about it and ensure that we're alert and do not miss any of the signs of other learning disabilities and nip it in the butt because that's the best uh, and most effective approach Well, thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder, for stepping in and explaining all of this to us. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services. She's on a quest to increase the number of Discoculia tutors in the country. And for this, she has a fully online training for Discoculia tutors. And you can follow that training and you can get all the details at discoculiatutortraining.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.